Hello, Badger fans, and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. As always, Tyler Hunt and Matt Bell is here to talk all things Badgers, but today we are focused on a big news of the day. National Signing Day started today. Everyone that Wisconsin kind of has on their eye on, at least planned for today, uh, 19 guys in total signed their letter of intent. Uh, so those guys are in, and I know the Badgers are still working on a few others, but we're going to dive fully into this 2020 class, I think there's a lot of exciting things with them. Obviously, some big gets late, which we'll talk about, but exciting times for, for all college football fan bases. If you're really into the nitty-gritty of your team and your program, you know, this is a really important day in the mix of bowl season, so it's an exciting time uh, for the college football world. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, Signing day is always huge for the any program, especially Wisconsin, the way they go about developing players and and making sure that you know they're looking four or five years out. So it's uh, it's always an exciting time, and I know fans love it, and we love it as people who are covering it. And uh, it's a, it's definitely a huge moment for a lot of young people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these guys are you know signing up for the next four years of their lives, and you know they're excited, and you got to be happy for these kids because you know they worked really hard to to get to these points. And obviously, as you know, the coaches and the, and the fans are excited to see these new guys. You know, excited to be in Madison and. It's it's a really a fun day to to get to know some of these new kids and and see you know these names that eventually down the road you'll see them making plays Saturday afternoon uh, and you'll be screaming their names in excitement so it's a lot of fun and and I think as for you know Wisconsin in, in this class everything went pretty smoothly for today there were there were really no hiccups really no surprises and and kind of got wrapped up fairly early yeah no I mean it was. It was interesting to see how many guys had their, you know, letters of intent in so early and in the day. I, and I know that's kind of just the way it usually goes because, you know, they've got school. They were trying to get it done before school or, you know, in the early part of the day so that they don't have to worry about it the rest of the way. And um, it was just good that there was no taxing issues or anything like that. I know sometimes you get crazy stories, but, you know, then there was some big news with Caden Johnson, obviously, and um, joining the fold and, Every, everything. I mean, that's huge. And Devin Chandler, I think, is is going to be a good player as well. So those two were were surprises. I know um, everything. Uh, at least we knew about it kind of last night that it was going to be happening. Mm -hmm. But to to see it unfold the way it did and make see them come into the to the team is 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 big because they're uh, two very talented recruits and two that I know at least for Caden Johnson, a recruit that they've been on for a long time and they've really uh, coveted. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the kind of the ins and outs of this class. Like we mentioned earlier, 19 players signed today. Obviously, there's still a couple other ones that, like we said, are, are you know, they're working on. Um, obviously, the, the leader of the pack in terms of position-wise was offensive linemen. Uh, not really a huge surprise, uh, just given Wisconsin's history of, of, you know, developing, dominating offensive linemen. And then uh, the other one was linebacker. The Badgers brought in six linebackers to this class, so the bulk of the class was really your your linemen and your you know your linebackers in that one in the front seven. Uh, but Matt, overall, what do you like about this class? What what kind of excites you about this class as a whole? I mean, you touched on it. I think you saw where some of the attrition is going to be coming in terms of this year's team moving forward. It was in the in the front seven specifically along the offensive line the linebacker position, both inside and outside, and then at tight end as well. You know, Wisconsin brought in both Cole Dakovich and uh, Cam Large, who we're going to be talking to here, um, 
to to kind of replenish that after some injuries really hit the team. You know, obviously you got Jake Ferguson back. You know, you've got Cormac Sampson who who switched back from offensive line there. But I think the more bodies that you can put in that position, especially as highly regarded and athletic as those two are, it's it's a big win. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, the offensive line haul to get two really high four stars, both, you know, top 150 prospects from within the state to stay home and kind of bookend the offensive line is, is a is a major move. And then you have two really, really talented outside linebackers and Caden Johnson and Nick Herbig, who I think will also be uh, able to really help the defense uh, at a position where if you look at the depth right now, there there's some guys, there's some really talented young players, but that they're still young and there's not as many proven playmakers that you're like, oh, that's going to be the guy who's going to step up when Zach Bond leaves. Um, so to see those guys come in, I know Herbig's also enrolling early, so he might have a chance to actually make a dent, um, you know, early on campus is, is big. And like you touched on it, those, those are the three positions that I think really were filled out nicely by the staff. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I think this class as a whole, obviously, when you look at it and you look at the names, there's you, you get excited if you're a Wisconsin football fan, of course, but there's no there's no Logan Brown or, or Graham Mertz, the big, huge name guys that everybody has known about for years and followed their recruiting closely. But these guys are, are core glue guys that you're going to have for the next three, four, five years that are really going to help build a successful football team, obviously. Offensive linemen never get as much love as they deserve, but you should, you know, you'd be really, you should, should be excited about, you know, Trey Wedding and Jack Nelson, two in-state guys, the top two players in the state, to really fill out the foundation of your football team. And I know, obviously, the skill position players weren't a big focus of this class, and obviously there's a couple guys that they're they're still working on, but to build the foundation of a solid football team, you need guys on the offensive line. Obviously, Wisconsin's, you know had their MO on the offensive line and success with getting those guys in and developing on the defensive line. You always, it's, you know, these games are one of the trenches, especially in the big 10. And then of course, linebackers, obviously Wisconsin's done pretty well at turning out some solid linebackers over the last few years. They may not be the flashiest names overall in terms of, of, you know, recruiting and, and following that way. But these are guys that you really will build your principal on and build your team on you know, going forward. And you can fill those skill positions out with, of course, last year's class and and in future classes. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, even the wide receiver position, you saw Wisconsin go out and get now three guys after adding um, Chandler. I think yep. I think he was is going to be a guy, and I'll talk more about him later. But when you pair him with Jim Ray DK and, and as well as um, Isaac Smith, I think they got a nice – um, change of pace. You know, Isaac Smith, 6'3", 185. You got Cham Devin Chandler, also, you know, 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, six, and then you got Chimray DK, who's, you know, six foot and more of a slot guy who, who's just like ripped up the Wisconsin prep ranks uh, as a wide receiver. So, I, I mean, you look at that and it, you can't, you can't be uh, upset about what they did, especially bringing in some, some of their top targets. Uh, I think I saw a stat that Wisconsin had brought in, what, like 26 guys for official visits, and 19 of them are the guys that are signing their letters of intent here today. That's that's pretty good odds, and it's and it's uh, telling about what the staff was able to do in building the relationships and, you know, getting these guys uh, in the program and buying into what they are going to be as Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, 
Totally, I agree. I mean, I think it's one of those things that when you get these guys on campus, you know, when they can see Wisconsin for what it is and what Madison is and, and just the town around it, once you get them in there, it's, it's something that you can buy into right away as soon as you step foot on because it's obviously, you know, in the fall, it's beautiful. Uh, you know, people are excited. The football team's going on. There's games going on. There's 80,000 crazy fans in there screaming. And I think once, once people see that it's, it's hard to not want to be a part of it. And obviously some, some miss out, but for the most part, like you said, percentage wise, these guys, once they get on campus are, are signing up to, you know, be in the red and white for, for their next few years. Obviously the, the class of 2020, we, we've already kind of talked about a little bit with just the, the solid foundation of, of the positions. How do you feel that this class kind of compares to last year's class? Because in terms of rankings, it's a little bit better. Um, but I think it's a little bit different of a class than what they got in 2019. But what are your overall feelings between the two? Yeah, I mean, you you had referenced it, but I think, you know, Logan Brown and Graham Mertz had a lot of fans really excited because of their star power, because they had, you know, one was a five-star offensive lineman. The other one was a highly anticipated four-star wide receiver, or a quarterback um, who had a pretty much an offer from anywhere he wanted to go. This year's team, I think, from top to bottom is a little bit more complete. You you see just there isn't a huge gap in terms of, of talent where there isn't like, hey, there's a couple two stars on the bottom that are, you know, dragging this thing down or anything like that. You have each of these players are guys that are going to make a dent in this program. I, I mean, you, you look at their lowest rated guy in Devin Chandler, and I think he is very, very impressive. I was watching his senior highlight film and he does a really nice job with catching the ball with his hands, high-pointing the ball, making, you know, acrobatic catches um, and creating separation when, you know, there's tight coverage. I think he's a guy that really blossomed as a senior and he's going to have a chance to really make a dent as a wide receiver and against our for Wisconsin uh, in the Big Ten. You know, he kind of reminds you almost a little bit of Cephas in terms of um, what you see on film in a lot of ways. So I think this uh this iteration of the recruiting class is actually a little bit better in my eyes because it's not quite as top heavy. Um, and instead, you see a lot of guys really uh, in that middle area that are are kind of shifted upward. So it's not the middle three star guy. It's it's the upper three stars and, you know, a myriad of four stars as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you look at I mean, I, I always love to go back and look at the the rankings of these class. And obviously this class was is currently ranked 25th, which is huge, you know, in a, a top 25 class. Last year was 29th, and, and the year before that was 45th. And when you look at some of those guys in that 2018 class, I mean, Reggie Pearson comes to mind. He's he's an, a playmaker that we all know now. Jack Sanborn was obviously the biggest get of that cl class. Watson, Cruikshank, those are pretty solid players. And I know that kind of comes back to, a, maybe recruiting rankings are, are, are not the full tell and the full story. You can't buy completely into those. But for the for the most part, these classes, you know, these guys that rank these classes have a, a fairly good idea on where some of these guys are going to project. And obviously to, to have, you know, big names like that in the 2018. And then, of course, the 2019 we've seen a little bit of, but we haven't seen everybody in that class. To, for this class coming in to be on paper ahead of those two is is huge. So I think as a Wisconsin football fan to to get into that 25 you know 26 spot and obviously that'll that'll change with with maybe some other guys coming in. It's it's huge and it's exciting to see how much better Wisconsin has gotten at recruiting simply because in the past recruiting wasn't 
you know, uh, the best thing of this program. It was more get guys in and develop them. Yeah, and now it's it's you're still getting them in and developing them, but you're also you're taking a higher ceiling raw material, you know, so to speak, and being able to kind of maximize it a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, these guys are really talented and then you this coaching staff is talented too where they can they can get more out of, you know, even better players. So it's exciting, you know, and obviously we, we don't want to compare too much between 2019 and 2020 because these guys are still young and, and still developing and still working their way onto the field. But we've seen glimpses and flashes of that class. You know, I think of the, you know, some of the some of the guys in that class that have already made an impact is, is exciting to see. And um, I'm just really excited to see what this 2020 class can do here in the near future, because there's there's a lot of just bright names and, and guys that are you know coming in. And you think about like last year's class 2019 i think keanu benton was a guy that not a lot of people were talking about and and kind of came on late and it wasn't at the top of the list but he's came in and been an absolute stud so even even the guys that maybe aren't as well known in these classes have a really good chance and i think that speaks to the program and the strength of of wisconsin football as a whole to get these guys to where they want to be yeah and one thing that's you know undersold so to speak is of the 19 guys who signed their letters of intent today, six of them are going to be enrolling in early. Six six different guys are going to be coming in and joining uh, the team in in a matter of a month. You know, so you got Jack Nelson. You know, obviously four-star offensive lineman is going to be there. It's always important to get an offensive lineman into the program early, and he's he's especially talented. Nick Erbig, you know, to get some weight on him to possibly give him a chance to fight for a spot in the two deep at outside linebacker is going to be big. Chimray DK, that's going to be tough given the number of um, wide receivers that are ahead of him. You know, obviously if Cephas were to leave, that would open up a little bit of wiggle room for him possibly to make a dent. But then you also have Aaron Witt at outside linebacker. Um, Cam Large at tight end to see if maybe he can, um, you know, find his way in the two deep or push some of those um, guys who signed last year uh, in Rucci. Uh, and Cundiff, and then also Preston Zachman, who I think is coming in as an inside linebacker and uh, is, is you know, he reminds you kind of T.J. Edwards in that he was under-recruited, you know, about that 6'2", 200-pound range, but very athletic, played quarterback in high school. So they've got a lot of guys coming in, and that development starts even sooner for them, and it's, and it's big for the program to have those guys ready and uh, on campus early to kind of knock out some of the co- cobwebs. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a learning curve that anytime you can get that out of the way before before fall camp rolls around, it's important. So you kind of get your feet under you when you when you get on the campus early and, and get used to not only on the football field, but, you know, off campus, knowing where stuff is, knowing where we got to go, adjusting to something that obviously it's a huge change in your life. So that's that's really important. And I don't think people realize, you know, how big of a magnitude that can be to get guys in there early and, and developing right away. Obviously, we've talked about the strengths of this class a little bit already. I think we we both like the foundation and, and the, just the there'll be the core guys of this class that'll that'll set you up for the future. But is there anything about this class that that maybe concerns you, or do you do you feel it's pretty solid overall? I think it's really solid. I do wish uh, that they would have been able to close on a running back in the early part. I th- I think everybody who follows Wisconsin sports. Um, you know, their main thing has been why can't Wisconsin get, you know, the top top, top flight r- running backs to commit early? Well, next year's class, there's already two. So in Jackson Acker and Loyal Crawford. So I, I think that's going to come. I do think the Badgers will still uh, land one of their top targets uh, in the 
by February. But I think we just got to wait that out uh, is kind of what I'm thinking. But I think, you know, outside of running back, which I think is by far the most important here moving forward, uh, possibly a quarterback. You know, I know that they sometimes spots will open up and they're able to squeeze a guy in just because you, you usually want to have a quarterback every class. And then I would I would like to push for another another punter um, or specialist in general. I know um, Jack Van Dyke is going to be uh, walking on and signing in February, but to possibly get another guy to 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 push that group forward um, and and really add to the dynamic in that um, specialist room, I think would be huge as well. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I was thinking too. I mean, nothing. I don't think there's anything major that you need to be concerned about with this class. Obviously, the running back. Uh, Wisconsin has a history of landing running backs, and they've got guys on the roster currently that are going to be there for a while. You think of Julius Davis, and of course Jackson Aker, and you know guys in the next class. So I know people were were not so much frustrated but confused about that. But you got to you know people have to know that that there's other names in other classes that will, will help that out. But I think uh, that would be a big one. But otherwise, I, I agree with you, the specialist type stuff. Guys that you don't think of when you're when you're going after, you know, in National Signing Day, but guys that will fill out a roster nicely are important. So I, I kind of agree with you in that regard. Any certain player that you're kind of excited to see maybe take the field at Wisconsin, but just in general, who do you, who are you kind of most excited about? I'm just in general, I'm really excited to see this linebacker group, you know, uh, at inside linebacker with Malik Reed and Jordan Turner, they have really, really explosive film. You know, they, they really deliver big hits. They bring it downhill really quickly. Good instincts, really, um, really smart players. And then at outside linebacker with Caden Johnson and Nick Erbig, I mean, if you, if those four pan out the way that they could, you know, when they're juniors or seniors, they could all be on the field together. And that's, that's a pretty good combination of size and speed and athleticism. All guys, you know, two of them mid four stars and two of them upper three stars to, to really make hay and, and, and bring up the pain, I should say, um, from the linebacker position. So I think those are the guys I'm most excited to see. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, obviously that's, they are the headline of the class with, you know, landing six of them. Uh, that's, that's kind of the focus. And obviously Trey Wedding and Jack Nelson, the offensive linemen, and, and that whole group will be exciting too. Uh, but Wisconsin does a really good job of linemen already, so you don't really worry about them as, as much. But I think Caden Johnson and Nick Erbig and those guys are really going to be fun to watch and, and exciting about exciting to, to see develop and see where they can be just simply because the Badgers have had these guys in the past, you know, with Jack Sanborn coming in and, and developing and having success where – I, th- I think, you, like you said, you, you imagine those four guys that kind of work their way in at the different positions. They could all be on the field at the same time. So if they pan out to be, I think, what the coaches see them as, I think this group could be a really special group at the linebacking core. Is there any guy that you think is maybe going to get on the field next year right away? Or who do you kind of see as someone who could make an impact right away? I mean, I think I think the chances of seeing the field early – I think you'd have to look at one of those two inside linebackers in Malik Reed and Jordan Turner. Um, obviously, you've got quite a few guys who are going to be leaving. Um, you know, I'm not predicting either of those two to leapfrog up and become a starter. I think Leo Chanel and Mikey Mascalunas are going to be up there with Sanborn 
to take on most of those reps. But to be in the two deep and, and possibly get in on special teams, I could see one, if not both of those guys really um, finding a niche uh, on the defense. Um, and then beyond that, I think I think it's a, a lot to ask from an offensive lineman to get out there and and have a chance to to start right away, especially with the talent out in front of them. But possibly one of the outside linebackers, if you know, there's a lot leaving there because it's not just Zach Vaughn leaving. You also have Tyler Johnson leaving, um, you know, through graduation. So there is there is time to play in there and to see if any of those guys can um, push some of the players. Um, those would be the primary guys that I would look at to to possibly have a chance to play next year. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, you got to look at the current roster how it is right now and look at what it's going to be once the season's over and where you're where you're trying to fill holes. And I think I think the outside linebacker position and the linebacker position in general is the one that has the you know the most turnover coming into this off season to where you'd see some of those guys and and really for you know a Caden Caden Johnson and Nick Urbig those guys are are pretty. Big, you know, 6'2", 220 to 230, uh, you know, physical guys that they can get in and put weight on right away, and, and maybe they can compete and, and be ready for a spot. But, you know, Malik Reed and, and Jordan Turner are, you know, if you've watched their highlight tapes at all, those guys are, are physical beasts and look like a man among boys in their high school tapes too. So really, I think these guys, it's they're, they're all talented and they're all going to be competing, I think, for time. It's just a matter of really – it's just kind of a matter of what happens once they get on campus and how they develop and, and how pick that, you know, how quickly they pick up the system. Right. Yeah, for, for sure. And, and, you know, one sp- spot that I would say that, you know, eventually a guy could make a dent would be running back. You know, we had talked about that Wisconsin still doesn't have somebody, but you know, you look and there's not a huge amount of depth in front of them that it's, that it's not insurmountable. Like uh, obviously Jonathan Taylor kind of burst on the scene and, and and made his hay. So I, I could see, you know, if they get a top flight running back to sign in February, that one of those guys could also uh, have a have a chance to see the field and get some carries as a freshman as well. Absolutely. Is there any guy that you see as maybe a hidden gem in this class? Someone that you know, obviously, we've talked a lot about the, the top guys of of Herbig and you know, Caden Johnson and, and Trey Wedding and the linemen that way. But anyone that you see as kind of an under-the-radar hidden gem that, that you're excited about getting on campus and, and being a part of UW? Yeah, I mean, I think Cade McDonald is a tremendously talented. You know, he's got huge size at like 6'7", 250 as a strong side defensive end. I think he could really um, do some good some good work along that defensive line. Wisconsin has usually done a good job when you get those big framed, you know, long wingspan defensive ends, it allows some of those outside linebackers to hide a little bit more. And it allows those guys to eat up a few more extra blockers so that, you know, a guy like Herbig can get around the corner a little easier um, and have less to to mess around with. So I think Cade McDonald's a guy who, when you watch his film, he really can make some plays. He's very athletic. Um, and then I had touched on it with Devin Chandler, just the, the body control he has and his ability to, to catch the ball away from his away from his body and and uh maneuver his way through catching the ball in traffic is is very impressive and i think he's going to be a guy to definitely watch uh down the road who do you have yeah uh, written down yeah i mean i wrote down i really i watched a lot of uh jordan turner's tape i think he just he's, he's a big guy stocky but he can really you know just from what you've seen he can really lay you'll lay the punch and as a linebacker you're going to need those guys that 
you know, he's probably going to be more of an inside guy. And, and I just think he plays so strong and you just kind of see, you know, the, not so much the clock ticking in his head, but you see that he's a, a smart player who, who kind of reads things well. So I'm, I'm excited about him. And then I also wrote down uh, Max Lofi or Lofi. I don't know how to say his last name for the cornerback from Colorado. I was watching his tape because I was writing up his, um, you know, commitment this morning and man, just, pure speed and athleticism that's that's kind of what you get from him and he was the lone defensive back in this class and anytime you know obviously corners and defensive backs you you only have four positions versus on the offensive lineman you've got five and corners a little bit different than safety so you really only have two guys on the field maybe three with a nickel back at times and I think if you you go into a class and you find your guy and you're okay with not bringing in another one, it shows. I think that Jim Leonard, as a defensive-minded guy and the defensive back kind of you know guru that he is, he clearly likes what he got in, in Max Lofi and decided, you know what, maybe we if we don't feel great about a guy, I think he feels really good about the guy he's got. So I'm really excited about both of those two on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and another guy is Aaron Witt. I mean, he obviously bounced around mm-hmm. a little bit with his recruitment, but, you know, he's, like I said, he's enrolling early at 6'5", you know, 240, 250. Um, he's going to be a guy who could, you know, obviously play outside linebacker, which I, I think is the primary place that they're bringing him in at. But he, you know, if he continues to add weight with his size, he could totally slide down to, to defensive end and, and make some, some damage there too. So I'm excited to see kind of his development and what he becomes just because of his position versatility uh, as long as as well as his athleticism. I totally agree. I like that. I was watching a little bit of his stuff and obviously there's so many guys that, that we had so much content out on the website today that I didn't get a chance to watch all of the highlight tapes, but there's, there's just a lot of guys to be excited about. And he was one that I, I took notice to, and you just kind of, you can see who the, who are the guys that are going to come in and, and really, you know, put in the work and, and be solid players. And you see that you're going to see the guys that maybe need a little bit longer to develop. And I think he's one that to, to keep your eye on most certainly. How do you feel? Now we talked about the running back a little bit already. And obviously Jalen Berger and uh, Kevontre Bradford are guys that did not sign today and are still trying to work on what they're, they're going forward. And obviously not only would they be huge gets in general, but they would change a lot of the makeup of this class. So how are you kind of feeling about those two guys? You know, I, I think at this point, I think Berger is going to be the the tougher pull just simply because of Rutgers getting Shiano. I know he's really tried to um, take offense around New Jersey, albeit New Jersey is really tough to recruit. Um, I think Wisconsin still has a puncher's chance there, but I like where Wisconsin's at with Bradford. I I think Wisconsin obviously hasn't really flinched and and it doesn't seem too worried necessarily about the running back position. Otherwise you would expect a flurry of offers going out. So I think they still like their chances with those between those two guys, which I think is telling and it's, it's a good thing. Um, Wisconsin will be fine uh, either way if they get one of these guys or not. Um, But at the same time, getting a top shelf running back would go a long way to, to continue the dominating running attack that Wisconsin's had. So I think they'll end up with one of them. Um, if I had to put money down, I'd probably say Bradford, but it's it's hard to ever really know what an 18-year-old's thinking and what an 18-year-old's going to do. So um, I, I'm I'm never going to be the person that wants to be in that role. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these guys are, you know, they're making decisions that go so much more deeper than just playing on the football field. You've got your family situation. You've got 
Maybe you want to be close to home. Maybe you have just a better feel. And obviously, um, you, you, you've got to like what Wisconsin's done in the past at the running back position to feel comfortable about getting some of those guys. But at the same time, there's so much more goes into it than, than, you know, than you and I realize or than fans realize. And I think that makes a big difference that, that not a lot of people pay attention to. Um, but I, I kind of agree with you. I know the last I looked on Bradford, it, it sounded like he was pretty much 50-50 you know, with Wisconsin and and, and kind of undecided on the other 50 and still working things, some things out. And then obviously the Jalen Berger one, if he if he feels comfortable and wants to be you know in New Jersey and, and at Rutgers and, and make a development and a splash at that school, and that's then all power to him. So you can't uh, you can't ever knock, you know, obviously we make jokes on Bucky's fifth quarter about guys tweeting at recruits and, and getting upset over that. But these guys are making – you know, life-changing decisions, and you have to be happy for for any kid, and you hope that they make the right, you know, the right choice and the right fit for themselves right out of the gate. Yeah, for sure. It's like you said, it's 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 multi-layered, and it's it's a big moment for these guys, just like it was a big moment for us to decide which college we were going to do, go to. You know, their their decision runs a bit deeper than that, but it, it that the same things that we had to think about, they're having to think about with an additional layer of football added in and, and everything. So it's, it's not an easy situation for them. And, you know, I saw some people out there tweeting and bashing players, you know, specifically at Rhodes layoff. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's, that's something that you can't, uh, you know, ever condone. And obviously <laughs> I love the Drew start of the morning with the good morning to everyone who, uh, except for everyone that, that tweets at recruits and <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's something that you know resonates and, and it's been said, said on our website for years now but it, it's true you gotta just let these kids make their decisions and I think people fail to realize that even the guys who play are playing at Wisconsin obviously you see them you see Jonathan Taylor as a superstar but he's still just a 21 year old kid and these guys are even younger and trying to make those decisions where I, I understand it from a fan perspective that you you maybe don't some people don't realize that, but these are just <laughs> they're essentially just kids. And and, yep. and sometimes you got to think about that as, you know, before getting frustrated. And it is what it is. Uh, really, I, I'm, I think overall we're excited about this class. Any any other notes that you wanted to add about this class? I, I don't know. I haven't, you know, full disclosure, I haven't paid a lot of attention to the walk on situation or or anyone that uh, has decided on that fully. So uh, any other notes that you want to add? Um, you know, obviously, I think Wisconsin actually did a really nice job on the walk-on front. Um, they only had two guys who actually went and joined early, Sean Timmis and Duncan McKinley. Yep. McKinley, the long snapper. Sean Timmis passed up a whole host of different – Yeah, he a lot of uh, offers. Yeah, just a crazy amount of offers that he that he uh, pushed aside to become a Badger out of uh, Marquette University High School. So I, I think he's going to be a good one. And, you know, he reminds you kind of like the – the guys who just push through and are able to make a, uh, a dent as a, he looks like he's going to be a guard at 6'4", 260. I doubt he's going to end up at tackle, but you know, you, you see Josh Seltzer and a guy like that who, uh, you know, is able to, to keep up and is, it is really strong and is able to make the plays. I could see him totally developing into a guy who's going to be a swing guard or center and, and able to, you know, be in the two deep and, and, and help the team out. You know, there's a bunch of guys who still, have to um, either announce here early or later on will will sign in February. I was I'm actually uh, in the process of writing up an article. I mean, there's Ross Gangler out of uh, uh-huh. Delavan Darien. I, he was going to sign, but then now he had to pa- 
push some stuff back. Um, but he's all excited to become a Badger. Um, um, Amon Williams, a really um, athletic cornerback, is is going to be joining. Jack Van Dyke, I said earlier. Kerry Kadanko um, is also another guard um, that'll be coming in. So they've got guys coming in. It's just a, a waiting game at this point for for some of them. It's it's a little bit harder when you're a walk on for um, early signing day. But I think overall they have a lot of really talented guys who passed on a lot of really good opportunities and did so early so that they gave up on possible scholarship offers that they could have still gotten, you know, the scholarship offers like Northern Illinois that they might've gotten or, um, you know, FCS levels that they had, had pushed aside. So I think, I think Wisconsin is in a really good place with this recruiting class personally. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I was just looking at Sean Timmis's list. I mean, he's got a, he's got offers from nearly every top Mac school and some, some good Sunbelt schools in Arkansas state. And, you know, he obviously he wanted to be a Badger. And I think that speaks to the, some of these, the, obviously it speaks to the success that Wisconsin has had with walk-ons. Obviously we, I think as a whole, Wisconsin as a program has probably had more success with walk-ons than any other school. And it's, it, it just shows that guys will buy into it even when that full, you know, offer isn't on the table. So it's exciting, and I, I think it helps fill out this class really nicely. Yeah, and, and if you think about it, I mean, getting a guy like Sean Timmis to walk on over a bunch of full-ride scholarship opportunities that aren't really far away from home is is totally different, but at the same time, a big, huge recruiting win when you think a guy like Cam Large is picking Wisconsin over Ohio State and and Georgia, so or and Alabama. So it's like it's one of those where it's it's they're both big in their own right. And uh, I think Wisconsin as a staff is really pumped up about who they brought in. Absolutely. I mean, this class overall is is solid, and I I can't wait to see what they do and and how these guys develop as they get into uh you know as as they get onto the campus and, and work their way onto the field and. That's the nice thing about paying attention to recruiting is if you see these names on National Signing Day and you kind of follow them when they get on the field, you know, you know them, you know that, they, you know, they, you kind of know their backstory already. And, and that always makes it exciting, you know, when they're on the field and, and having success. So I think overall, this class is really solid and exciting. And obviously, ranking wise, it's it's higher than it was the year before and, and much higher than it was two years ago. So building improvements every year is huge for Wisconsin. No doubt. Alrighty, guys. Well, that's all we've got for our National Signing Day episode. Obviously, a lot of stuff to get to. If you guys are still looking for more recruiting stuff, uh, head over to Bucky'sFifthQuarter.com. I think the entire staff did an excellent job this morning. I know Drew was was running around like crazy trying to get everything up and ready because obviously the the signings were coming through you know every couple minutes it seemed like and and we were posting and I think as a whole our site not to pat ourselves on the back or anything but I think as a whole the site did an excellent job on providing coverage uh, not only for just saying hey this player signed and X Y Z but kind of giving some analysis on some some guys I know our our staff worked really hard on that so go over if you're looking to you know read up on more stuff. Make sure to check that out. So thank you guys for listening. Now we're going to go ahead and kick it over to a couple interviews with some of these recruits from the class of 2020. We've been working on getting some guys onto the show for you know, five, 10 minutes just to ask them about their experiences. And obviously, National Signing Day is a really busy time for all these kids, exciting time for their families. So we're very thankful to get even five, 10 minutes with them. And their schedules are very busy. So we got Cam Large on the show 
for 5-10 minutes, and then Cole Dokovich from Wisconsin on the show for 5-10 minutes, and we're working on a few other guys, and we'll work them into the episodes as we get them on the show. So stay tuned for that. Some exciting stuff, some fun stuff talking to these guys. Make sure to tune in and enjoy. All right, Badger fans, we now welcome on our first recruit of the night, obviously National Signing Day episode that we're going through, and we welcome on Cam Large. I'm sure most of you are probably familiar with the name, but if you're not, he is a tight end, 6'5", 240, and he's from Noble and Greenhouse High School um, out in Massachusetts. A big get in this class. Cam, thanks for joining the show. How are you doing tonight? Uh, no problem. I'm doing well. Good. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Obviously, I've the only thing I have seen is is what we see on on you know online. So what made you what made you kind of love Wisconsin, or what was kind of your driving interest that that made you you know commit to the Badgers and and sign up for a good four years there? Um, I think really the feeling I got the first time I came on campus was um, was just really different than anywhere else I had. Like I went to a lot of places. I took a lot of visits in the spring, and uh, Wisconsin was one of my first. Wisconsin was one of my first ones, and um, it really was like I loved it at the time and all that and like and I went and saw more schools but um, nothing ever really topped it so that's kind of how I knew. Absolutely. Well, that's good to know. Obviously, you want to have good fit. Did it feel like a a place for you both? You know, as from a football perspective, but also as just a you know off the field with with school and stuff like that. Or did it just kind of feel like home in that regard as well? Yeah, uh, it's a lot like the Northeast. Um, it felt it's a little slower paced, but it's like it's has all four seasons. It's comfortable. I love the people, uh, everybody I talked to who was related to the university and some not, I really liked them and it was a great experience just to kind of see it all. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Madison's obviously a great place and I'm, you know, I'm glad you liked it. I think, you know, when you get, when you get on campus and you get in town, especially when that weather's nice, <laughs> you know, in the summer, I know it's a little harder in the winter, but you being a Massachusetts guy, you're probably used to that cold, right? Yeah, I don't mind it. <laughs> so, I mean, let's t- talk about, you know, just how do you feel that your strengths of your game kind of fit into Wisconsin's system? Um, well, I think I'm a lot more developed as a blocker than probably most kids in my class. Um, my team doesn't throw the ball a ton, so I get a lot of work run blocking and playing off the ball and playing H-back and playing fullback as well. So I feel like coming into a power running scheme, that's going to benefit me really well because I've got a lot more – development in that part of my game but um it'll be nice to be able to slip out and catch the passes too so i'm excited for that absolutely you know you guys you'll you'll be stepping into of course a, a long line of successful tight ends and it's good to you know be able to run block and catch the ball because you know wisconsin tight ends kind of do it all so it's good to hear that and you know good to hear that you're excited about that let's talk a little bit about you know obviously paul christ and, and mickey turner were recruited for you guys how, what, what's your relationship with those guys and and how have they you you know welcomed and, and feel a part of this Wisconsin football family um well I think coach Turner was one of the first power five coaches that I talked to in my junior year um I talked to him in like I think November December right after my season ended and um I stayed in contact with him through then until I got offered by uh, him and coach Chris and um I think that relationship's been really good I've always loved talking to him I've like I've always had a great time on visits with him I think I work really well in the uh, tight end room with him, so I'm excited for that. And uh, Coach Chris is awesome. I love him. He's uh, he's a very down to earth guy. He tells you how it is, and I like that a lot. I don't like a lot of fluff on everything. I don't mind if it's blunt. I like to hear it how it is, and that's how Coach Chris is. Absolutely. I, you know, I've only spoken with him a handful of times, and that's kind of the sense I got too from him. Yeah. Just just meeting with him. You you know what you're gonna get with Coach Chris for sure. 
Um, you know, you talked a little bit about your recruiting all, you know, and everything. What do you feel, was there anything in particular that separated Wisconsin in your eyes or, you know, but, but from the, obviously the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Ohio State's guys, you know, schools on your list. Is there anything in particular that, that separated or just one kind of when you stepped on campus, like you said, felt like home? Um, the place, obviously, yeah, it's, it's home to me. And um, I think what separated it, too, is just the people, like the coaches and the players and everybody who's a part of the university. Yeah, I got a really good feel from everybody. And um, it was it was really nice to get get to know everybody. And uh, that's what like those people are what like makes me want to come back and be there for four years. So I'm glad I, I got to see him and, and get to know him as well as I have. So, Cam, I mean, what uh, what do you like to do off the field? I know, obviously, football is probably, you know, a big part of your, your lifestyle and in sports in general and working out and anything. But anything in particular that uh, you like to do off the field to, to kind of clear your head and, and get outside of football for a little bit? Um, <laughs> there's not a ton. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I just I love everything that has to do with football. It was the first thing that I, like, ever did. My dad was a coach, so I grew up just running around in the field and – so I feel like it's just been a huge part of my life. And I've never really been the kind of person who needs other stuff to kind of distract them or take stress off because this is what I do to relax and take stress off is work out right. and watch right. film, watch games. Like I love watching football too. I feel like that's one of the bigger things with me. It's just learning about the game. And I see stuff that I feel like a lot of other people don't see on film. Well, how big of a, you know, as a recruit, you know, obviously Wisconsin last year had an eight and five record kind of, a down year by Wisconsin standards, but this year came back in and bounced back for a Rose Bowl appearance. As a recruit, how how does that make you feel knowing that the program has played in some pretty big bowls, and how exciting is it for you to hopefully one day be a part of some big games like that? Um, well, like the eight and five record last year wasn't really a big factor for me because I knew it was kind of just an anomaly. It's been like the success under Coach Chris has been really consistent and. Um, I know, like, coming in, even, like, before I, before the season even happened, I knew coming in I was going to be able to play in big games and play on big stages. And um, it's, like, it's been great to see them do that this year and put themselves in position to go to the Rose Bowl. But, like, I never had a doubt that I'm going to be able to play on a big stage with uh, Coach Chris' success. Absolutely. you love to hear that. All right, Cam. Well, that's all the questions I've really got for you. Obviously, you know, we're, we're rattling through a bunch of different recruits, but we, we appreciate you taking the time to come on and, one, I'll give you one last question. Just how excited are you going to be when you first run out onto, you know, Camp Randall's field in front of, you know, 80,000 people? I can't even put that into words, honestly. I don't think I've ever played in <laughs> front of 80,000 people combined in my career. So just wait to hear that first jump around 80,000, you know, nuts with a with a bunch of beer in their system jumping around for you guys. It's I'm sure I'm sure it's a pretty cool thing to, you know, to be a part of that on the field. But uh, Cam, thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, if you guys, if you ever you know, want to hop on the show again, obviously you're more than welcome. We love to have players and, of course, recruits on there. And congrats, you know, on on your commitment and your signing. Obviously, I'm sure it's an exciting time for you and your family, and and you guys definitely deserve to enjoy it. So, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Badger fans, we now welcome on Cole Dakovich from Waukesha Catholic Memorial High School, one of the Badgers' 19 signings for today's class. Obviously, National Signing Day episode continuing on, trying to get our uh, as many recruits as we can out of the show. And, of course, as we get more, we'll work them into further episodes. Cole, thanks a lot for joining us. How are you doing tonight? Good. How about yourself? Good, good. Well, first, man, I wanted to just ask you, you know, obviously, signing day is an exciting time, I'm sure, for you and your family. How was your day today? How did it feel, uh, you know, 
what was uh, what was your day like? And you know, signing up for uh, you know these years with the Badgers. It was really cool. Uh, it was a really special day. Uh, in the morning, uh, I signed the letter and uh, submitted it about seven, um, and then went to school. Took two exams. Probably ace both of them. Um, and then <laughs> we had a little kind of celebration at school at twelve thirty for all the guys signing. So it was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And, you know, you always like to hear that, you know, the student athlete taking those, knocking those exams out of the way uh, is important too. So <laughs> good on you for that. <laughs> um, obviously, Cole, I know, yeah, obviously we've, we've got you on our site. We've been obviously watching your highlight tapes, a lot of tight end, a lot of linebacker. Uh-huh. Uh, what, uh, where do you maybe feel more comfortable or is it just, or where do you feel like you're going to you know, start out when you enter at UW or is it just kind of a wait and see, kind of feel it out type thing? Initially, when they were recruiting me, it was more for linebacker. But um, as this kind of last year has progressed, they've shifted a lot more towards tight end. And so I think that's for sure where I'm going to at least start out there. Sure, absolutely. And obviously, you can always switch back as you see fit and, you know, it's a uh-huh. comfort type thing. So that, that's good to know. You know, we just yep. we had uh, Cam Large on last night. And I know he's another tight end of that position. Uh-huh. And you can never have too many in Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, how, how does it, you feel your game at the tight end position? Are you, do you feel very comfortable in the run blocking? Cause obviously, you know, Wisconsin does a lot of that uh-huh. or is it, do you feel comfortable in both, you know, catching a ball, you know, out of the backfield and run blocking? Uh, I mean, as this year progressed, I definitely got a lot more comfortable with it. This was my first year playing tight end. So there's a lot of things get to, to kind of get used to, but, uh, definitely got the hang of it, uh, as the year went on. Absolutely. And from what I remember, I know I read uh, on our site, you've only played football these last two years. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So you've won, you've played two years and you've won two state titles. How does that feel? <laughs> you can't ask for a better two years of football. I mean, that's, it was incredible. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, congratulations on that. I remember watching Thank you guys' you. game uh, against uh, Keel, right? Yeah. You yeah. guys put a yeah. pretty good whooping on him this year. So yeah, I was did. watching that. <laughs> yeah. It was well, a fun one. I, Absolutely. Well, congratulations again for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I wanted to ask you, obviously your recruitment, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit already, you know, position wise, but what kind of made you feel like, obviously you're a Wisconsin kid. So I'm Uh sure you maybe grow up a Badger fan, but what made you really like Wisconsin and what made it kind of stand out as the school for you? I think the biggest thing was just the family atmosphere that's that's present in Wisconsin with all the coaches and then getting to know some of the players there and a lot of the other commits. It's just, I mean, it's one big family. Um, everyone's looking out for each other and it's just, it's a really special place. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like, you know, I obviously I follow a lot of the, the recruitment on Twitter and, you know, with our site and you know, I, it feels like this group, uh, you know, and same thing with kind of 2019's classes, same thing with kind of 2020. It seems like you guys are all, you know, getting to know each other and getting a tight knit, you know, group yeah. off the field. Is that kind of is that kind of the right impression? Yeah, we definitely got a lot closer over our official visit. And then as new commits kind of start started flowing in, we just added them to the group chat and everyone's kind of getting to know each other better in there. Perfect. That's good to know. I mean, obviously, anytime you're, you know, transitioning to a new thing, obviously you want to have guys that you're close with, and uh-huh. it seems like that. I've just kind of noticed it with, you know, the Badger Boys hashtag that, yeah. that it seems like each class is kind of getting, a, you know, a tight knit family type uh-huh. role, and it sounds like you really have enjoyed that. Yeah, for sure. How exciting is it for you? Obviously, you know, obviously Wisconsin's been in big games, and if you've grown up a Wisconsin fan, you've mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of big games for the Badgers, yeah. but. 
how exciting is it to see as a recruit coming in, you know, the Badgers playing in, you know, Rose Bowls and Cotton Bowls and Orange Bowls? How exciting is that for you? I mean, it, it's it's incredibly exciting knowing that you're coming into a very well-established, well-coached program that has had a lot of success on the field. I mean, it just it's just another thing that adds on to why it's such a great place. What's your relationship? Obviously, I know you were recruited by, you know, Chris Herring and Bobby April. How did those guys influence your decision in any way? And, and obviously, Coach Chris, I'm sure you've met with him multiple times. But how do you feel around that group uh, that, that kind of you know recruited you to Wisconsin? You know, I mean, it wasn't they didn't really try to push me to commit there. Uh, I remember talking to Coach Chris when he offered me in um, January, was it? of my junior year that he said, we want to make sure that, you know, if you want to come here, that it's the right place for you. And so I think that's the biggest thing that they kind of made clear is that they don't want to, you know, force kids to do something they don't want to do. They want to make sure that it's a good fit for the program and the kid. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what I've heard before from, you know, about coach Chris, that he wants kids to feel comfortable. And, and that's, I think what makes him so successful, not only on the field, but, but also off the field. So exactly. Yeah. Well, Cole, you know, congratulations again on the signing. That's that's kind of all the questions I've got for you. Uh, we appreciate you, you coming on the show, and you're always welcome in, in the future. But uh, once again, congrats on the signing. You know, you've you you guys have earned it. It's I'm sure it's an exciting time for you, and uh, we look forward to watching you at Wisconsin. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All righty, man. Have a good one. You as well.